All right. Welcome back to another episode of Explicit Measures Podcast. We are all still wearing the same shirts and have the same stuff on because we're pre-recording this episode, so we apologize. Don't you guys ever shower? Don't you guys ever leave? <laughs> we've, been been so we've been up. We've been up for forty-eight hours straight. Actually, we haven't recorded any. We haven't actually been live for any of the podcasts for the entire one hundred and fifty episodes we've done. <laughs> They've all been recorded, and we just recorded. Is really good at assuming. Recorded three weeks of uh, content all at once in the very beginning, and this is all just a recording. You're in a simulation. We actually finished yeah. this back in 21. So. <laughs> we, we just predicted just, a lot just, of good We things. just knew who's going to show up and yeah. who to pick out of the chat. Amazing. Awesome. So uh, we're going through a series right now, just these uh, the last two episodes, the last one and this episode. Um, this is a pre-recorded episode, so we're, we're just kind of doing this one. Uh, you know, for pre-recorded, we have people traveling. I'll be going to a conference over in uh, Denmark, so I'll be traveling during this time. That's why we're doing some pre-recordings. Tommy, you're doing you're traveling too, so you won't be here either. Well, traveling to my basement, but I got a three day training, so there ain't no time for you guys. Oh, that's that's so, true. You'll be you'll yeah. be working during this time, so yeah, yeah. no time for us. That's okay. So we're going through a series right now. We're going to answer some of our mailbag questions. So for those of you who don't know uh, what our mailbag is, if you go to parbi.tips/podcast, uh, there's a form at the bottom where you can ask questions about your thoughts and you want us to, you know ask us a question and we'll kind of maybe react to them. We kind of slowly groom through these and we'll see how these episodes go. If this goes well, we'll maybe do some more dedicated uh, episodes or maybe some more uh, mailbag questions around this. So we've got another one. For this one's real. For reals. So this for one's around uh, the need for a graphic designer. This is a good one. I really like this question, uh, but I'm not going to read it. I'm going to kick this one over to Tommy because Tommy's going to do no, the oh, reading. That's my, that's my thing. Oh, you sorry. I just did this on Tuesday, Mike. I, oh, I wanted to claim a space for myself within the podcast. This that's was right. the thing. And now you're I, just like no. farming it out already. It right? was literally 40 well, maybe, minutes I, ago. Yeah, okay. right? <laughs> I literally forgot in 15 minutes. <laughs> Jeez. Golly. You know, part of our job is listening, active listening skills. <laughs> I feel no, explicit I listening feel, podcast guys. I feel I Mike that sometimes when I talk, you're you not don't pay attention to you know what, what I'm saying. Sometimes it just sounds like wah wah wah, it, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it does to a lot of people. The Charlie the Charlie The Charlie Brown teacher is what I'm thinking of is is <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mike's talking All right, about anyway, I back apologize. on track back on track seth uh yeah if you wouldn't mind read the question for us oh i'd love to i'd love to this this person talks like i do how i write how i write emails for sure it's like all bullet point just rant random but cohesive thoughts so let me see if i can get this right all right do it design practices colors are somewhat relevant to brand company and not really part of the discussion is graphic design a skill set needed would help from marketing be beneficial what not to do? How many pages, slices, or too many? Bookmark alternatives for some page, some graph, diff data access. Cheers, guys. Thanks, caller. Thanks, caller anonymous. We appreciate you calling into the to this episode. Well, we will help support you emotionally as we work through this topic. <laughs> Tip for how the does mail one, How does this one make you feel, Tommy? I'm a little disappointed. No, I like oh, honestly. I like the rapid yeah. fire. Like they they thought this out. I, got, I like the rapid fire points on here. It's very short and to the point. It's 
this is literally how you write emails, Seth. I'm 100. Oh, Quick tip for the mailbag people: when you write one, this is all great, but stick to one topic. We can't handle a lot. There's like seven episodes here. Four. Wow. The, this the bookmarks is the second, and slicers and graphics. The second one that you're just like peeling apart, man. Like you want to go deep in every all everything. This is just cursory. We're just why are just we here then, man? I keep. That's a good question, Tommy. Why are we here? Why are I got deep again? Didn't even mean to. So here's this is a fun one. This is a fun one. Let's start at the beginning of this thing. I want to start at the beginning. Are there they're somewhat relevant to brand and company? I I would argue the coloring schema of things is not so much relevant to just brand and company. I mean, there's I think you want aftertones. I think you if you want good looking reports. I think you want to add some tones to the company brand and weave that into your report design. I think it just makes it really polished. Have you guys ever worked with the graphic designer? I have a graphic, yeah. graphic designer. Yes. <laughs> so my, my my best friend, uh, known him for years, he's a graphic designer and he helped me with some of this uh, stuff for the my consulting gig. And we had some calls and the way he thought was, it was felt to me like the matrix or a beautiful mind, like, Things we would never think of when you're talking about the, the other app, side of the brain. The, yeah, the other side of the brain, especially when it comes to colors. It's like I talked to him going, so here's what filter context is. And he would not He's like, what? It. Yeah. But the conversations on I chose this blue for this reason. I mean, that for I would say the majority of us, that's beyond the pay grade and really just beyond something we really comprehend. So we usually deal with like the company branding. We put together theme generator using a color palette and it's fine, but you're dealing with a whole other layer that honestly, I would not expect the BI developer or a report creator to even understand. All right. So let's, you, let's quit. Have you met us, Tommy? Do you realize like the first two years of Power BI tips was all themes and colors and the importance yeah. of layouts? And there's still, there's, I understand that there's a need. Well, well Let's let's pick on our brains here, right? Okay. Tommy, which side of the brain do you align to? The left side, I think is what they're saying on this left brain is thinking in words, sequencing, linear thinking, mathematics, facts and logic. Or the right side of the brain would be feelings, visualization, imagination, intuition, rhythm, holistic thinking and the arts. That's not what you said about here. No, I'm this is really what it is. No. No, I'm talking to about some the degree skill. This design and color theory. That's not just the side of the brain. It probably helps, but the skill of applying colors. That's I, not I, just data visualization. I would say so it could be a learned skill. I'm just trying to say, let's just yes. What okay, side sure. do you what side I think we're gonna have an interesting divergence like of, with this mic of, right. of each of us. So Tommy, where's your brain? What side of what side of the brain are you? Actually, you Tommy, you say what you think you are, and I'll tell you what you I'll tell you what I think you are. <laughs> you said a lot of things at once, so I'm uh, ask again. And all right, what side of the brain do you think you are, left or right? Needed description of left or right. Again. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I was. Yeah. Okay, the description: left side, thinking in words, sequencing, linear thinking, mathematics, facts, and logic. All right, right side of the brain: your feelings, visualization, imagination, intuition, rhythm, holistic thinking, and arts. I think I'm obviously there's not a hundred percent, but I'm probably lean much more right. Okay. To be completely honest. And the right side. Okay. The you're, right so side. your your intuition, rhythm, whole, so so give me some examples. What's what's 
when Tommy's thinking about these words, give me some examples of what Tommy does that in, invokes imagination, intuition, rhythm, and holistic thinking and arts. I think for me, I've always thought in what affects an outcome, like the variables. And that's always how my brain's operating when it, whether it's driving to work, like, well, how, why did it take that long? Or whenever we're having conversations, like, well, what else is part of this? Why did he say that? And I'm always tinkering in my head. Like it, it doesn't stop. I would love it to stop, but it doesn't stop in terms of what if we did this, if he said this, I'm at 10 steps ahead and not realizing how to get back sometimes. But a big part of that is I the imagination and intuitiveness for me is does this is this actually a good idea not just for me and really thinking like watching people's facial expressions that's huge for me um so i think i definitely lean more on the right hand side there's obviously more to that but it's very much i'm always asking the why and what affects it and what could be done to tinker that you to me it feels like you described a lot of left brain things in that statement but we'll leave it at that Seth, what side of the brain do you feel like you sit on? Well, I, I don't. Well, Dr. I hope you're going to say what I think you're going to say, because I'm pretty sure I know what side of the brain you feel like you think you're on. I'm, I'm about, I, I think, at 80-20. Okay. 80-20 left. Heavy, 80%. Heavy, heavy right. right. Yeah, heavy right. Heavy right. Okay. I, I like to think that um, the 20 is logic and facts, but it's probably a a large byproduct of holistic thinking and holistic like w h o or h o w l holistic right holistic. so if, if you you and i talk a lot about like i i love the big picture yes, and how do. all of those things intertwine with one another yep. and in order to be there like you've you've got to have a lot of like follow the threads logical you know, thinking of putting together processes, et cetera. But like in general, like, no, man, I'm not a numbers guy. Like, and uh, Seth's books and imagination. Yeah. You right? have to say, like, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and for, for a ton of like, you are, you are an art major, Seth. I'm like, sure. Literally, your major's on the right the side of the brain. That's you. It has to be you. So, okay. Um, this is this is what, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably say I'm a little bit more left brain. No, I'm probably more right brain than left. But I'm I'm not a split twenty eighty like you said, Seth. I would probably be more a split like forty sixty, maybe 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 a little bit higher on the on the creative side. So rhythm, I'm a drummer. Uh, so I have rhythm. So I think I like to think I have rhythm. Maybe it's a different kind of rhythm they're defining. But I'm thinking like rhythm, like I'm hitting on stuff. So love music. Definitely lean a lot on my intuition, hundred percent. Like I definitely feel I lean on that maybe more so than I should, but I definitely am there. Not so much on the art side. Definitely like facts. Definitely like logic. Totally enjoy mathematics, and I'm a super linear thinker. I really like like I I write lists. Instead, even this question is is linearly thought. So so this person, if we're dissecting the question. Uh, we have a bulleted list of items we're talking about. So that is as linear as we can possibly get. Anyways, okay. I, I'm, thank you for divulging and taking a moment to decompress our brains. Now that we know each other a little See? better. See, words. You are left brain. We're all using words. <laughs> I just have vocabulary. <laughs> That's true, too. You're just smarter than I am. That's basically what it was now, too. <laughs> awesome. So so back to, back to color themes, right? So... Um, yeah, is a graphic design a needed skill set? 
so so back to color things. I think yeah. where where the the collar, I, I like that we we're calling them collars. The 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 poster seems to trivialize color is surprising to me, or it speaks to that maybe that's not a skill set that they have. Color is a huge part of graphic. So I would not minimize it. Yeah, it, it's a mm -hmm. huge part of how receptive or like what you're trying to convey in an application or on a report. I would totally agree with that. Tommy, what are your thoughts? Oh, I, I think he's trying to say there, I actually honestly took that a different way where I know. when we're designing it, yeah, of course. So because I'm. Cause you're, you're all left brain. I know all, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent something. Don't put me in a corner. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, but honestly, I, to me, he really took it as like, you shouldn't just have to always focus on the company's colors, right? It's like the okay. colors are somewhat relevant to the brand, mm -hmm. but that's not what should we be focusing on where it's no, like, here's that. the company's colors, <laughs> use those colors. That's not always the case. Yep. Yep. I don't, it's I don't nice know if you to need to incorporate them in a, in a, in a subtle way. Right. Sure. In a subtle but way. I, I think, I think somebody even brought that up at the conference, uh, uh, at the conference a week, a week ago, um, that, uh, <laughs> like if your company colors are red, you yeah. don't want to blast red into no. all of your headers and, and stuff like that because the, it's bad, right? Like typically we equate red with bad in, um, or negative numbers. No, and I think yeah, that's I, a thousand percent. I like, was working on a project for Under Armour recently. Well, actually not recently, a while ago. I was working on a project for Under Armour and their brand logos are super, you know, black, red is kind of like their design schema. And you couldn't really do like a whole bunch of visuals in black and red. So we had to like play a little bit around with the colors to make it a bit more uh easy because you know, red typically indicates something's wrong so you don't want a bunch of bar charts right. with a bunch of red all over them that's not going to look good or it's not going to indicate the right message you're trying to convey and so I, I yeah and i, I think our make, ability go ahead good i was gonna say i want to i want to lean on both of your guys points here because i definitely think that we you don't want to focus on the company colors in the bar chart itself i don't think they need to be there I do think on the report page, I'm thinking about like a scrim or a background or a layout of that object on the page. And I'm trying to incorporate the company colors and or logo on the page somewhere. So there's maybe like a gradient of the company colors or something else that's going on the page. I find that adds a lot more polish to the report and makes it really pop. And you still have that brand tie. And then you're, you're, you're adding to that color palette, a color palette that is a, a complementary to those company colors. So it's kind of still the same vein or the same theme, but I 100% agree. If you have data elements on the page where there's a column named a certain color and you're gonna have two visuals with color in them, that color better match between both visuals. You better be thinking about how to convey color across visual elements on the report page. And when there's too many different topics of information on a page, you have to start graying stuff out. So I'm finding what I'm doing is I'm building one, maybe two visuals across the page that have similar color palette schemas and then any other visual is like a grayed out version of, of a color theme because then it's it's neutral it doesn't align to those colors you don't want to blend company that has a color with the region that has the same color that doesn't make sense is that whole company in that same region you, you add confusion so you're just engineering art right now just so you know so you're you're totally right but no i think you have a really good that's point. my 60 percent yeah. <laughs> um, but the really good point where just because you have the company colors, there's, there is amazing amount of resources and wisdom and uh, uh, um, education around design 
visualization with from a color point of view, design theory. And there's a difference between color theory and data visualization theory when it comes to colors. And I think mm -hmm. we try to always combine like, oh, they're the same thing. If I just use the quadratic mm -hmm. or, you know, like the uh, teriatic, whatever, it'll work in my designs. That is not how it works. And I think that's where we can lead to some of the confusion where you're like, yeah, I'm using color theory, but it doesn't look good in a report. There's a difference between being artistic and expressive and the other part of also yeah. understanding, no, truly, like an understanding what colors work well from a visual point of view for data. We're not trying I, to make some, yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I'm also chuckling because we're taking about 10 minutes of color discussion in theory when, like, he, he doesn't, or the person doesn't want it to be. He is actually, he's actually like, ah, <laughs> color theory out the window, and we're going this is, right in. This is, this is what we just do with whatever well, you send us. So but I, would, I think that this speaks to the point. Back on track. It is important though. So I want to just, yeah, I just I, make, I we'll just agree. make the point. I think color is important. I think he's undermining the value of the color across the, the palette. So, and then the other part though, is that the graphic design skill set in the marketing side. Um, mm -hmm. I, I want to touch on this since obviously we have a little more condensed, but I, I, I really pushed in, in a few other projects to get marketing more involved from a logo or branding point of view, like because if, and it's not just reports with our app, with the Power BI apps from an icon point of view, like, hey, if this is a sales report, can we get like some sales icon, like, you know, dealing with the company brand or to upload that in our Power BI app? Uh, there's, I think a whole professional side of this that I, to me, I'm really taking this outside of just design theory. And it's really more like that, that other layer of polish, not just what's on the bar chart, but the whole experience for the user. Do you guys find that though, like, it, so, I, I would say, is graphic design skill set needed? It, yeah, absolutely. It'd be fantastic to have, but it, it's more often in a UI UX skill set. Do you guys find that companies are are more yes. apt to ha like have a marketing thing that you're assuming people in there would know or or mm -hmm. like have some input no. as opposed to UI I mean, UX because that that's typically like when we're developing products. Yes, right? we, I would want that that uh graphic design skill set in a person who's used to building artifacts that people engage with you know what yeah. i'm saying i don't to me, feel that's like different i think marketing i i think marketing is more geared towards selling the right things and getting people to click on or engage with content that's already out there so i think marketing will have a design eye to know what is appealing and what is good I'm not necessarily sure i'm leaning on marketing to tell me like they could give me like an you know a, here's what i would think of a marketing person Here's a bunch of designs and here's a bunch of themes and here's help me put together the, 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 the appealing portion of what this report should look like. That's what I would lean on marketing to figure out with me. Whether or not the button is the right shade and the drop shadow. And like, if I click on this, what's the interaction of that click? And like, to me, that's a UX UI designer. And that's where you're spending right. more time around. So the experience of the report, that's, that's what that UX UI designer piece would give you. And I'm pretty good around. I feel like I've got a pretty good skill set around the UI UX standpoint. And, but what I like to see from customers is give me examples of things you like, show me stuff that looks good to you, that is appealing to your eye that has the right colors. And like, give me some images that are your, your favorites, just a pretty picture colors that you like. And you can, we can pluck from that and, and leverage those colors into the palette or the, you know, the, the report that we're building here, but I'm not sure I would really use, a UI, a graphic, a marketing person to do this. I would be focusing more on marketing or UI UX people. 
to me i think it really goes back to one of our bigger conversations around the user story where you're right i, I agree with marketing they're trying to tell a very narrow narrow linear story it starts with this pamphlet or this ebook and we're trying to get you to understand why because why is always constant in that book it's this text but we talked about usually when we're creating our reports we're not creating a singular report for only at one point in time it's something that is dynamic it's flexible because the data changes so we really can't do that exact same application of design and ui that marketing does for a landing page right the landing page does not automatically change without their knowledge on what you know how far like a form is right because our our numbers adapt and change the business changes so that's going to affect that design we have to i think always start with again even if it doesn't look as pretty as someone who is a graphic designer are we is the audience able to get the answers and what they're trying to do out of that report they're going to that report for a reason mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As long as you apply general, you know, standards of design theory, data visualization theory that are, again, even if you don't have that skill set, if you're have none of that, you can at least read about it and apply basic practices as long as you can do that, but help answer the questions. We've done our job to me and more. So I, I, I think that's the distinction, right? In my mind, um, there, can can we accomplish this and can we do the do a job without this skill set yes yes you can yeah um I but educate we, yourself when go you find go find good looking stuff to to educate yourself with it right when, when you have an opportunity to work yeah. with or increase your skill sets in that work with somebody who has these skills in ui ux you begin to understand that we are really only scratching the surface of, of how far you can take power bi um as it relates to generating reports that people absolutely love um, and get more use out of than somebody without those skill sets. So the more you increase your knowledge around them, the better your reports become because you're, you're cognizant of other factors that influence how somebody is perceiving and receiving the insights that you're trying to convey. So skill up in there, I think it's really important. Um, I do believe that the graphic design and UI UX elements are part of a team if you can, you know, if you can have right. it, if you need it. But it, it's also in the, in a in a realm where you you need your reporting to be one upped, right? We didn't even cover or the last part of this question, so I'll give you the quick rapid fire answers. I think we're going to revisit this topic again. Do we need a graphic designer? Because I think this is a good heavy topic. Uh, like and then also talk the DBA one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it also says what not to do, right? How many pages, slicers are too many. Pages I'm not worried about, slicers are a problem. You know, every time I look at slicers, you're cutting into the report page, minimize it. And then last thought here on, you know, bookmark alternatives for the same page, same graph, different data access. I would use um, calculated, what is it, the new parameters, field parameters. Field parameters solve some of that problem where you don't need to have bookmarks, but I'm not loving bookmarks. I have, it's harder to edit them. So I would try to design out bookmarks as much as possible and use them only when necessary. All right. With that, thank you all very much. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. Another short episode. Got to run. People got to be places and do things. So we thank you very much. Please, please, please. If you like what you're seeing here, if you like the content, if it gives you a couple laughs, we'd love for you to share the content. Please share the content. 
Tommy, where else can we find the podcast? You can find the podcast anywhere they're available. Apple, Spotify. We did have a very similar hunt. Uh, we've had a few conversations about design and the application of Power BI. And again, it's a little short. Check it out. Just scroll through or search. Most apps can do that. Share the word. That helps it out a ton. Awesome. Thank you all so much. And we'll see you soon.